Dear friends in Christ, welcome to this podcast from All Saints Episcopal Church in Portland. All Saints is a loving, welcoming parish serving Southeast Portland for over a century. Our purpose is to celebrate God's love, seek and serve Christ in all persons, and go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Today, we invite you to join the Reverend Andrea Skornick as she preaches the gospel and explores the mysteries of God in our modern world. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Mother of us all, Amen. Life is full of choices. But what do we do when our options don't seem all that great? Like when you're buying a plane ticket and you get to choose an aisle or a window seat. But really, is, the question is, do you want your elbow and your laptop bumped every time someone walks by? Or do you want to incur the wrath of strangers should you have to get up and use the restroom? Or thinking back a little bit, some of us will remember a time when you were at the grocery store and you would always be asked, do you want paper or plastic? And for a while it was thought that paper was the more eco-friendly option and you could feel totally good about that. But then deforestation became a greater concern. Or with election season heating up, what about when none of the candidates or the ballot measures are actually ones that we want to support? How do we make a choice when we're not satisfied with the options we're given? In today's gospel, Jesus is put in such a quandary. It says, a lawyer, meaning someone who is versed in Mosaic law, was trying to trap him with a trick question. The lawyer asks him, which command is the greatest? But if Jesus were to single out any one of those commands, it would be at the exclusion of other important ones. How do you choose? Is it most important to worship God above all? To honor father and mother? Not murdering someone seems pretty important too. And it wasn't just the Ten Commandments that he had to pick from. Religious scholars of the day had found 613 commands in the Pentateuch that they believed needed to be followed. Jesus doesn't pick one of those commands, but strikes at the heart of all of them in a single response, saying, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like unto it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commands hang all the law and the prophets. In putting it this way, Jesus allows the spirit of all the commands to emerge and be seen as a unity. He doesn't privilege one's devotion to God or responsibility to one's neighbor, but gives this alternative transcendent option in which the love of God and neighbor are equally important and interconnected. 
In the grocery bag scenario, Jesus' response would have been like saying, paper or plastic? Neither, I brought my own bag. Or better yet, in our context, paper so that I can donate that bag to the Woodstock Pantry. <laughs> and we do need bags. The wisdom Jesus shows can be seen throughout the Gospels. Time and again, he challenges those limited options that circumscribe religious and civic life by proposing an unconsidered way. In doing so, he shows that we aren't bound by either or options. If making a choice means negating our values, we can look for that other way. This concept of looking for another way is not only at the heart of many of Jesus' teachings, but it is also central to the Anglican ethos. Our tradition has often been called the via media, or the middle way. A via media is the charting of a course between two diverging sides, so that by bringing those two positions together, a third option might emerge. It's an alternative to that either-or thinking that causes division. It's a way of mediating opposing views, believing that an entirely new option might come out in the back and forth of the dialogue. The phrase via media actually began with Aristotle as something he was trying to train his students in. And it was later popularized in the 19th century by John Henry Newman when referring to Anglicanism's position between Roman Catholicism and Protestantism. It refers to the way in which Anglicans are neither Protestant nor Catholic, but as we sometimes like to say, both Catholic and Reformed. In other words, we maintain the creeds, scripture, liturgy, and the ministry of the historic church making us Catholic, but without recognizing the authority of the Pope, which makes us Reformed. During the English Reformation, Queen Elizabeth charted a via media in her position on the Eucharist. She refused to be pressured to come down either on the side of transubstantiation, in which the bread and the wine become Christ's body and blood, or the Eucharist as simply memorial, anamnesis, meaning an act of remembrance only. In a quote that she is said to have said when questioned on her beliefs about the Eucharist, she said, Christ was the word that spake it, he broke the bread and break it, and what his words did make it, that I believe and take it. If you didn't quite catch all that Elizabethan speak, essentially what she's saying is, I might not know exactly what Jesus meant when speaking of the bread and wine in communion, but whatever he meant, that's what I believe. <laughs> Her response took the argument outside of what any one person believes about what happens in the Eucharist and places the emphasis rather on the miracle and the mystery of Christ's gift, underscoring that it is Christ who unites us, not what we do in our own ability. Likewise, during her time as queen, 
Elizabeth refused to choose between Puritanism or Catholicism at the exclusion of the other, and instead paved a way for religious tolerance in which varying beliefs and preferences were acceptable and where Protestant and Catholic elements could coexist in one church. In our own situations, we can probably name a number of places where there is similar division and conflict and that pressure to pick a side. We see people moving further away from each other and towards the extremes. But when those options in front of us don't seem that great, and when they don't seem to be able to hold the complexity or have room for all of the beautiful and diverse people and this incredible creation that we are a part of, we need to remember that we are not limited to those either-or options just as Jesus was not. Because his particular answer to the question that day is the answer for every situation. And that is love. Love, the interwoven love of creator and neighbor and self is the way. Love does not take sides. Love does not have winners and losers. Love is what transcends either or thinking. It is in standing in God's love that we resist those limited binaries that we so often get stuck in. Love knows how to chart a middle way, to hold onto the hope that alternatives are out there and believe them into being. We will still be faced with difficult decisions in life, and at times that alternative is not going to be clear and sometimes we have to live in the tension of what we believe is right and true and good and the options in front of us. But the Via Media isn't just about coming up with a brilliant, never-before-thought-of idea, but a way of transcending our differences by living in love together. We are going to have differing, even opposing beliefs because we are human, but the chance to share one's life with another group of people, to have intergenerational relationships from people from totally different backgrounds, for that ability to organize, to meet the needs of the hurting and the hungry, or to stand with others for justice and mercy, these are some of the most sacred and profound things that we can be about. Love one another. Love God. Love yourself. For it is in love that we find our via medias and our transcendent path. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast offering from All Saints Episcopal Church in Portland. For more resources from All Saints or to support this or our many other outreach ministries, please visit allsaintspdx.org.